All right. Oh boy. Yes. What, uh, what day is it? It. I, I'm very confused. First of all, when we do the show, it's, I'm usually like uh, a, a day into work. Now I'm all confused. Um, <laughs> it's it's Devil's Night, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Devil's Night. We're doing this a day early, folks. So I don't know if anyone's going to join us, Rob. It might just be me, me, you, and uh, Lewis hanging out. What's up, Lewis? What's up, um, Lewis? So we're. We're here. We're going to talk about some some news. Rob's going to drink his ginger ale, uh, and then we're going to talk about bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> oh, bubble, uh, genius, genius marketing campaign. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how was your weekend. So we'll probably be asking Lewis how was his weekend, uh, and then we'll be talking about Blade Two. Is it better than Blade One, Rob? I don't know. We're going to find out later. Um, in the conclusion of our October spectacular viewing, we did watch Bright Burn. Which I would say was pretty fun, Rob. I don't know where I'll say it was good. We yeah, fun reflection. I, yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun little. It's isn't. If people haven't watched it yet, you 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 should. It's fun to watch. Gordon yeah, yeah. says no. Hey, Gordon, no. <laughs> uh, Constantine. We did rewatch that one. I'd say we were kind of mixed about that. It, it was okay. We're looking yeah. forward to something new from Keanu. Uh, the Multiverse of Madness. The Doctor Strange. Uh, kind of. Uh, Rob liked it more on second viewing. I, yeah. I probably liked it a little bit less, but I still liked it. Yeah. Uh, and then we just finished the Ghostbusters Afterlife last week, which feels like yesterday, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But actually, very pleased with that the rewatch on that one. And now we're diving into Blade 2. So if you haven't seen it in a while, it is suddenly added to Netflix for some bizarre reason. Uh, perfect timing. Uh, but if you haven't watched it recently, we're going to help you reminisce about it. Um, so thank you, everybody, for joining us on a random Sunday night. What's up, Gord? Uh, oh, look at Gord. So it's better. Yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, listen, we I literally jumped in here with like 15 seconds. I had a whole plan, John. I was going to get dressed yeah. up and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I knew you wouldn't. Um, my wife is away. So my Superman. Me. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just me and the kids. Um, so, you know, we had to do Halloween decorating, John, and pumpkin carving. And um, it, it, I literally was running around here because... I I knew I sent you a message. I'm like, hey, don't forget, we're on tonight at eight. <laughs> but me sending you that message and it going out into like the ether, the ether, yeah, uh, and then doing this now, time went by so fast. I forgot. I was like literally typing up the news right before I jumped in here. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the point of that was. My brain is a little bit frazzled. Uh, but how <laughs> we are you? Give Rob, Rob a second to catch up. I'm. I'm good, Rob. It like it feels like we still got the rest of the weekend to go, even though we're literally right at the end of the weekend. So thanks everybody for giving us the last bit of your weekend before uh, back to work and, and Halloween hits. Yeah. Uh, so are your girls excited? I think so. Yeah, yeah. They busted out the decorations. I was a little late on that, so they only started putting those out yesterday. I, I did then... mine today, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm literally gonna have to take them down tomorrow night and then bring up the Christmas stuff because yeah. um, I feel like you got to get into that. Christmas. Do you have anybody in your neighborhood that have already started putting up their Christmas lights? Because when I'm heading to the gym in the mornings, John, uh, the amount of houses that have lights up and running, I'm like, it's like I I'm leaving like just around six a.m. and I'm like shocked the amount of houses. Yeah. Um, that have got Christmas lights up. Yeah, I I haven't seen the full Christmas light uh, set up. One of the people in my neighborhood put up these uh, eight foot tall. Uh, like just strips of LEDs around their garage and okay. by the front door. And it's, they leave it on all night, I guess, cause you know, just preventative, you know, keep, keep, keep people honest. And it just, boom, it lights up my entire like front area. I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. Uh, but it does look nice. It makes it look kind of pimp. 
uh, with these big beams of light. But you know, I guess you know, whatever. Uh, I'm maybe they'll change colors in Christmas time. But uh, shout outs to that, uh, Sarah. I don't know what costumes my kids are going to be in exactly because we're basically going to have to dig out and find out what pieces we have left of whatever. Um, they did a little Bo Peep from Toy Story the other year, which was kind of really weird one. Um, but Rob, any any if, if you're going to go out trick or treating today, what what would you dress up as? You guys in the comments, let us know if, if you got something on deck. I don't, that you I don't go know. out as tomorrow, or you would go out tomorrow. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. You know what? I'd try to. I would probably try to do something from like a movie. It's like an old school yeah. like movie reference, like maybe like Pulp Fiction or something. Yeah, uh, Samuel Jackson, Vinny, Vincent Vega. <laughs> um, um, but I, I, my my daughter's going as a zombie bride. Um, cool. and, and my son's got a, uh, he wanted an inflatable costume, but we went on Wednesday to spirit Halloween, John, and they had a giant, uh, inflatable penis. And I was like, <laughs> and he's like, he goes, okay, that's my costume this year. And I said, no, no. And he goes, yeah, I'm, that's what I want to be. And I said, oh, you are a giant dick, but you are not dressing up as a giant inflatable penis. And he's like, why not? I'm like, because I don't think it's appropriate you going trick-or-treating with little kids all around uh, wondering what the hell that is. If you're going to a Halloween party with a bunch of like adults or whatever, yeah, have at it, but no. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, admittedly, I was this close to buying it though, John. and For yourself? <laughs> yeah. And showing up on your on your work calls and logging That's in. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like my costume guys. Yeah, I don't know. I always, I always flirt with the idea of, of making a, a costume. You know, people get those, uh, those uh, floor mats and stuff, and cut them up into armor and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, I always think I'm going to do like a red hood mask and, and paint it up and do all that stuff. Never get around to it. So sure. we'll see if that ever happens one year. Uh, Rob, I think we should both grow our hair long next year and do okay. the crow. So it's funny you mentioned that, John. I actually I feel like watching that tonight, and I, I'm trying to convince my son, but he wants me to. He wants to watch a Quiet Place, so I don't know. I might have to watch that with him tonight. But um, I don't know. I, it's Devil's Night, man. It's like you kind of have yeah. to watch. I, it. I was gonna say, I think The Crow has to, even though we've watched it like several times. I think it has to go on the list for next year. Yeah, Maybe I think we have to redo our. our uh, we have to definitely retool our. We're gonna start now, folks. Twelve list. months planning. <laughs> yeah, because we. I think we need to get into some actual proper scary Halloween movies. Yeah. So. Okay. So we'll, we'll leave that up. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Uh, so I'm gonna show you a couple things that I'm getting at the shop soon, Rob, because I, I thought it would just be fun. Uh, and, uh, and we'll see. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, Rob. Next year, that's it. The dirt, whatever costume involves a dirty stash. Um, that, that's what's going on. Right. Uh, so, All right. <laughs> so Rob, we're getting these yeah. uh, next week. These are, This is a new McFarland Batman speeding bullet based off of an old Elseworlds tale. Yeah, where I, think I have that comic. Oh, you have it? Do you remember what it's vaguely about? Um, yes, I believe that it is Superman. Uh, he lands in Gotham or to the, uh, and he ends up donning the Batman costume. But it's Superman, I believe. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah, I, I believe it's I believe it's along those lines. I thought there was a little bit of Green Lantern mixed in there, but I think I'm wrong. I think yours sounds better. Uh, but it is. Uh, I'm sure it's going to go back to print soon, or it's collected in some type of uh, anthology. I'll look it up for you guys next week, maybe. Uh, and then we are getting this Superman uh, Future State version, which was like the Gladiator Superman, which is yeah. really cool. Marvel, I mean DC, stealing some uh, Gladiator Hulk vibes. Um, mm -hmm. And then they have the new Red Hood video. So the latest video game 
versions of uh the batman characters they're coming in uh yeah batman the dc dc uh gotham knights right yeah yeah i think i i don't think this is the version from gotham knights but i think it is from the video that uh arkham video game oh okay i think, yeah, they're, yeah, I think they're wrapping up that they're doing a couple more like scarecrow and all that kind of stuff uh, okay um, and rob i don't know if you do you recognize this thing here? oh yeah i do yeah so yeah. this is the his tank from from gi joe cobra keep it in yeah. your mind do you recognize this guy here i think i might yeah, so this is Megatron from the yeah. Transformers G one eighties cartoon. Yeah. Rob, have you ever desired to see these two things mashed together? I've not, but now that you've yeah. said it, now I really look at. All this. right, well, it's happening, folks. This is Hasbro's latest uh, collaboration, GI wow. Joe Transformers. They're mashing together Megatron, whose transformation got uh, changed from always turning into a gun into turning a tank at some point. I feel like it was G two or something like that. Um, so why not mash? together megatron with uh his tank sure why not we're getting this figure in in the next couple weeks or so uh but that's it looks pretty, pretty cool. cool it actually transforms comes with a baroness figure um that's so cool. if you're looking for some fun stuff would make a great christmas item for someone who likes gi joe or transformers or both <laughs> didn't he turn into the cannon during the transformers the movie isn't remember when yeah yeah yeah, yeah. galvatron so megatron galvatron. turns into galvatron which turns into a giant cannon yeah and then at some point they started turning him into a tank and yeah. then the movie started turning him into a jet and all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff. So well, because the gun, they didn't want, they didn't, yeah, yeah they, they were upset that kids were running around with a. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have that that Megatron gun? No, I never. My friends did. I never had it. I had the Optimus Prime one. Yeah, yeah. I remember me and my cousin used to have them. We'd, we'd run around the house playing kind of cops and robbers. And it, and it looked, it looked super legit. It was like yeah. pro metal color. It had like the, the stock on the back yeah. and like a big cannon, like a silencer thing on the front and a scope on the top i actually rebought it semi recently at a toy show uh like a couple of years back and then i ended up selling it just because i felt kind of silly running around with this thing uh but anyways lots of fun uh if you want to get stuff like that hit me up at the shop uh we do have a whole bunch of the joy toy warhammer stuff in stock I, there's a random picture i took today i was playing around with toys always fun i highly recommend playing with toys uh to pass the time uh and maybe relieve some stress uh so rob uh, let me kick it to you for the uh, news, what's up, high school? Well, do you want to do what we did this weekend, or? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I lost track of everything. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so well, what Rob, did you do this weekend, buddy? So this weekend, uh, I just came from the shop. So I worked uh, pretty much Saturday and Sunday. A lot of fun, a lot of Warhammer going on. Uh, lots of people out and about, which was really nice to see. It's like super nice out. Um, so I'm glad that they fit visiting our shop into their plans. Cool. Uh, but the only thing I really got to watch, I watched uh, Mayor of Easttown. Yes. Rob, I think you had said that this was a good show before, and it, it's solid. Like, it's really good. Um, and then, uh, like, if you're looking for something like Kate Winslet, like, I'm really into these shows that have really good uh, performers in them. So if you guys are looking for something good to watch, uh, Mayor of Easttown, uh, if you dig the kind of murder mystery type things, a la Veronica Mars or or uh, Criminal Minds, that type of stuff, this is kind of like a – it felt like an extended movie, Rob, because it was a, a one-season uh, – and done type thing right who knows if they're going to revisit it but it felt like just an extended movie uh storyline which was i thought really good um and i watched it because i've been watching american gigolo american gigolo just finished season finale um just happened on friday uh, i watched it um rob do you like it when shows uh leave a little bit for i guess i guess there's possibility of a next season uh but they didn't fully wrap things up and they kind of left the door open for next season which made me feel kind of like I was it like, depends. It I'm depends. missing things. You know how the Watchmen did it, right? Yeah. And it so it closed the story, but it left a small little potential opening that they could 
Uh, they could develop a second season if they wanted to, which they're not going to. That's fine. But on its own, I was happy with the ending. So I was okay with it. Um, I, I Obviously, not having seen American Gigolo, is it somewhat similar? Or is it a cliffhanger? You're like, oh. Because uh, the whole show revolves around this mystery of, uh, okay. who, like, he goes to prison for 15 years. He's framed. And they kind of, like, leave a bunch. They kind of resolve the storyline that's going on. There's kind of a little cliffhanger. But they leave a bunch of questions unanswered. And it looks like they're they're gearing for a second season. So it did leave me feeling kind of like, oh, it's over. I kind of wanted it to wrap up a little nicer. But uh, okay. it's still a great watch, great performances all around. Um, John Brenthal, like MVP uh, of 2022. Uh, so we'll see what I'm going to get up to next. If you guys are watching any new shows, let, let me know and, and I'll try and check them out. Uh, Rob, did yep. you get, to, oh yeah, I did pick up. Did you pick up the new Jack Reacher book, Rob? I did not, no. Yeah, yeah. Jack Reacher, new book, No Plan B, uh, not written by Lee Child, written by his uh, brother. Isn't it by him and his son? Something like that. It's a combination. It's not fully yeah. written by him. So I started, yeah. I'm only a couple chapters in, um, and uh, it's, it's fun. Jack Reacher is a fun series. It's a nice yeah. kind of straightforward uh, book, and uh, I, I do recommend it. I'm doing it on the audio, of the, uh, via Audible. Uh, so, Rob, what did, what did you get up to? Oh, buddy. So, um. I, uh, I checked out a TV show that's from 2019 or 2020. It's called Devs. Um, it's what? on Disney+. Plus. It was an FX show. Um, it was written and directed by Alex Garland, um, who has done uh, a bunch of really cool kind of sci-fi out there. Um, but like not like spaceship sci-fi stuff. It's just more like, you know, mind-bending uh, sci-fi type stuff. Like if you took like Black Mirror a little bit. Anyways, it's only eight episodes. Um, and the first, everybody had kind of told me you should watch this. You should watch this. And I was like, oh, okay. Stu was like, you got to watch this. I'm, I was into episode one and I was like, oh, I'm not really sure if I'm, it's kind of, it feels kind of slow by the end of episode one. Um, I was like, holy shit. It, it was unbelievable. It's called devs D E V S. Um, and you can check it out on, on Disney plus. I would highly recommend it. If you are a fan of, uh, it's like ex machina. He was a writer and director of oh, ex okay. machina. Um, so if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of the one with Natalie Portman, I can't remember the name of that movie from a couple years ago, uh, I would highly recommend checking it out. If, even if you're a fan of like Black Mirror, this is not an anthology series. This is just like it's one story, but man, it's so good. So I checked that out. I've also started Welcome to Wrexham on Disney Plus, John. Uh, that's the um, um, Rob McElhenney and uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, the documentary about them taking over the Wrexham uh, football club um out of wales okay. sounds fantastically bored tell me more. no it's, it's a documentary <laughs> but it's actually really cool about that you know there's you know it's i'm only a few episodes in it's really cool because you know they, they bought that football team the soccer team right so yeah um it's about that um and then i thought hey man it is um halloween i am going to watch something scary john and i have a, a whole bunch of movies i still like i i conjuring three i was like oh i haven't watched that one yet maybe i'll watch that uh, maybe I'll watch Annabelle creation. Cause I was like, Oh, I got to do that. Or Annabelle comes home. And then I was like, you know what? I have so much shit on my list. Maybe I'll watch something that's on my list, John. And I fired up the 2021 remake of Candyman. Remember that movie? Yeah. Candyman okay. Yeah. I, I actually 90s. wanted to catch it. I kind of wanted to catch it on theater. Yeah, I remember the, that, yeah. the one in the nineties. I remember he, did he wear an orange jumpsuit and he like looked like he was a prisoner of some kind? No, that was shocker. John. Ah, freaking hell. All right. Close. Close. <laughs> No, Candyman uh, with Tony Todd. Uh, he had the hook for the hand. You know, he had the hook uh, the, and, you know, with the bees and all that. Anyways, yeah. 
This 2021 remake is not worth your time. It's 90 minutes. It's horrendous. It's uh, atrocious. It was co-written by Jordan Peele, which I was like really surprised about. Um, it's, it's not good. I was so mad last night that I had wasted my time. Like I could (laughs) have, I wanted to start up Westworld season four. I wanted to do all these other things. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to try to knock this thing off my list. Candyman. It looks really cool. I like the trailer. It's a piece of shit. Uh, you know, that I I don't like talking, uh, bad about certain movies, but I was really upset with that. (laughs) How how long did, how long did it take you to realize this? Like, did you have to complete the whole movie or at some point where you like, no, 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 no. I was about like 25 minutes in and I, and I like, I, at 25 minute mark, I was like, uh, okay. And then it's like, something kind of happens and I'm like, I, that's kind of neat. And then it was just like, Wow, it's it's all downhill from here. It's like I was just so fucking pissed. Um. Anyways, John, that was ninety minutes. So like, it took me two hours to get through ninety minutes. Uh, oh my I'm goodness! I'm gonna get it back. I'm so mad. Oh man! All right. I, so- you know, our time is precious, John. We say this all the time. Our time is precious. We don't, have, you know, like you when you have ninety minutes, you want to make sure you make it count for something. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, it counted for nothing. Yeah, thank God. I was actually going to go see that in theaters because I remember watching oh the trailer and going, yeah. I'm kind of in the mood for something horror-ish. And I, and I didn't remember the original at all. Um, but yeah, so shout out to that. No no to Candyman. If you guys feel differently, let us know in the comments. Uh, let's let's do a quick check-in here. Uh, so Frazier says, uh, him and Lewis saw Black Adam. I actually did yeah. see Black Adam yesterday. I, almost, I completely forgot. Uh, so review for that coming up soon. Um, but let, let, let me know what you guys thought. If you guys recommend it or not. Rob, you saw Black Adam. Do you recommend it or not? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I just saw it last night. And I do recommend you go see it for yourself. Uh, and our review is uh, incoming for that one. Uh, and I also did see both of these fools uh, at the shop. Uh, Lewis came and picked up his giant Transformer. Uh, I don't know if Frazier stole it from him or not. Uh, but thank you guys for dropping by. It's always fun to see you guys uh, in person. Um, let me see. Uh, Steve's talking a little bit about the news. We're going to talk about that news later on in a second, Steve. Um more Frazier is also talking about the news later, so maybe we should get to the news. Uh, let me see if anything. Gord wants to know if that was the one in the apartment block. If you're talking, yes, it was. It was the one in the apartment block. Yeah, yeah. Sarah says she watched Cabin in the Woods, which I think was on my kind of short list for horror movies, right, Rob? I don't remember. Uh, sure. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that rule? Uh, we'll tune in from Conquest Racing Club. If you guys want to watch some awesome slot car uh, reviews and racing, check them out. Um, yeah, apartment. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Lewis says he enjoyed Black Adam. Uh, Cabin in the, another recommendation for Cabin in the Woods, Gordon. Uh, and Frazier is going to put Black Adam as his number one of the new DC wow. movies. All right, wow. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tuck that away. We're gonna talk about that after we hit up the review. Uh, I don't All know right. if there's anything else we want to talk about from the weekend, Rob. Uh, I know it's, we're not even finished technically, uh, but thanks everybody for sharing. Cool. Uh, and then Rob, let's get to the news since people, some people are already talking about this stuff. All right, all right, <laughs> let's go, kids. Um, I, I originally only had a couple of news items, John, and then I forgot about the yeah. biggest one. Um, but we'll get yeah. to that later. Uh, first up is that long gestating Green Lantern show that was being developed for uh, HBO by Greg Berlanti, the Godfather of the Arrowverse. Now, the series was a focus on Guy Gardner and Alan Scott. Uh, two actors had been cast in these roles. The show was being written by Seth Graham Smith, who had actually written all eight episodes, John, of the first season. Um, but uh, like a fart in the wind, it it's gone. 
Oh. Um, the show is being redeveloped. The scripts are being tossed out. The actors have been let go. Uh, Graham Smith is out. And now the show is going to focus solely on Jon Stewart, uh, Green Lantern. Now, you know, and obviously Berlanti is still developing this. Uh, no idea as to when this show will ever get made. But, John, are you happy with this big retooling that they're going to do on this HBO show? Is Tyrese playing Jon Stewart yet? I don't no. think they made any casting announcements, John. And I suffice to say, I highly doubt he would. Unfortunately, yeah, with uh, current events and, and some some things and, and uh, popularity, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, focusing on one character seems, in theory, like a good idea. I did like where they were going before, like a whole kind of police force feel. Yeah. It could have been like a, like some type of procedural like superhero-y thing, which I think a lot of these shows are doing well when they're sinking into their genres, like yeah. She-Hulk and some of the other shows. Um, so yeah, bring it on. I feel like Green Lantern has kind of disappeared since they did, you know, Blackest Night was the height of, of, of his popularity. That Ryan Reynolds movie came out. <laughs> Stock <laughs> dropped in Green Lantern, and they've introduced a whole bunch of new Green Lanterns, Jessica Cruz, uh, Simon and Baz, Baz, and yeah, yeah, Simon Baz, and a whole bunch of other cool characters. So I think it's time for them to come back, Rob. So are you, I are you will say though that that um, rebirth run of it was called Green Lanterns with Cruz and Baz. Yeah, that was actually they had some really good storylines in those first like thirty to thirty five issues of that yeah. run. It was I a really fun book. No one, it. no one really gave it a chance. Everyone was just kind of like uh, checked out already. Unfortunately, it's too bad because I really yeah. actually quite enjoyed it. I thought the, yeah. the, those two it was written really well together. So yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah. Um, quick hit on the Sony Marvel front. Uh, Kelly Marcel, who wrote Venom and its sequel with Tom Harney, uh, has written the third movie, John, oh, and has also <laughs> been tapped to direct the movie. Now, this will be the final Hardy Venom movie. Uh, John, any wishes as to what you want to see in this last outing? Uh, I hope, like the previous movie, it's a th was the previous movie a tight 90 minutes? <laughs> I think it might have been 88 minutes. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let there be carnage. One hour twenty. Have some fun with it. Go nuts, and then yeah, wrap wrap this up. Uh, Wait, do you uh, want to see another? Uh, do you want to see Venom back in the club and dubstep and and? Uh, uh, I did dancing? find that stuff hilarious, but I will never ever go back and watch either of those two movies. Right, Rob? Like even in clip form, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to them. <laughs> Uh, unless I'm forced to. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and Venom has such high potential now with after seeing the Donny Cates run and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. we I, I think a lot of people are ready for Venom to move on to this non-Tom Hardy universe. So, you're not well, saying Tom Hardy yeah. was uh, terrible, uh, but I think people are ready to see it move on. Rob, are, are you ever going to watch those two Venom movies again? I've watched the first one a couple of times because my son was a big fan of it. But that second one, Let There Be Carnage, was uh, no, Let There Be Death, as far as I was concerned. I was like, this is horrible. It's so bad. I have zero interest in ever watching it again. What, what about if, if you had to choose, Rob, if they could stop the Venom uh, franchise or stop the Morbius franchise, which one would you choose? Both. <laughs> I'll this? just take. I'll Sony, pass on both. <laughs> all the Sony Marvel movies. That's that. That's what I want. No more Sony Marvel movies. <laughs> Stop it, Sony. Yeah, Stop knock it. it off. Get back in your lane. All right. 
Um, hey, John, a Deadline reported that a Vision series starring Paul Bettany is uh, being worked on for Disney Plus by Marvel. Now, picking up from the events of Vis- uh, WandaVision, the new show will be called Vision Quest. Now, as you may remember, the body of Vision was brought back to life, but without his color palette of choice, and left to find himself. He literally like left the end of the episode, uh, uh, the season finale, and I have to go find myself, and off he went. Uh, the writer's room is said to be opening up this week, John. So it is possible we could see Vision Quest in 2024, maybe 2025. Are you hyped, John, for White Vision? Are you excited to see Paul Bettany return to the role? <laughs> um, if they drop this earlier, like if this was out now, I would care. Uh, waiting another two years, I don't think I care anymore. Bro. How long ago was WandaVision? We saw him basically dip. <laughs> like 2021, even, right? Yeah, he didn't even wrap the finale. He just dipped yeah. at some yeah. point. And- I'm out! <laughs> Never to have been heard of again. We had right. a multiverse of madness, which heavily starred Wanda and the repercussions of WandaVision. No sign of vision. Um, so I think, especially if you're going to make me wait another two years, I don't care. Yeah. Get it, get it out sooner, guys. Yeah. I, yeah. I, but, but Paul Bunny is fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. So I'm sure once it cycles around, yeah, sure, you might have my attention. But at the moment, I don't care. Well, I yeah. So yeah. I mean, I would like to think it'd be here a lot sooner than 2025, but I'm also yeah. Being what the hell? <laughs> I know, right? Like we're gonna be like seven years old. And these things are still rolling. Um, but uh, listen, if it gets me one step closer to a, a Wonder Man series, I'm I'm down. <laughs> um, now this could be a good news, bad news story, depending on how you feel. Netflix has announced that a fourth season of The Witcher will be made, but I'm sorry to tell you Henry Cavill, who uh, has played Geralt of Rivera for the past three seasons, will be departing the role, and taking over will be Liam Hemsworth. Um, he of the Hunger Games movies, John. Now I think Cavill's dance card is filling up pretty quickly, with recent news of uh, him reprising his role as for Superman. He's also signed on to a couple other movies. Um, producers of The Witcher have actually said that the the character of Gerald is much like Batman or James Bond, that new actors can come in and make that role theirs <laughs> and will continue to do so for many years, John. Uh, two questions. One, are you cool with this switch out? And two, uh, is that producer on drugs? <laughs> Well, elevating The Witcher all the way to a, a, a James Bond, <laughs> Batman, Batman status uh, is, is is a bit of a reach, guys. <laughs> um, but I guess the comparison is there. I'm I'm actually fine with them recasting this character. This show, uh, I did enjoy, I think, two seasons we've gotten so far. Yeah. Um, I do like Henry Cavill in the role. It seemed like generally everybody else did. Uh, but I think they were lucky to have him for that long. There's a third yeah. season to come out still. You're going to get one more season of Cavill um, and, and bring on, yeah, bring on someone new. I'm, I'm sure he looks good with, uh, you know, long hair and a beard, or maybe he'll go without the beard like Cavill here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of what the last thing I saw with Liam was. Um, he was in Expendables, right? He was in one of the Expendables yeah. um, and know. got, and was one of the characters that got expended. <laughs> one, of the, one of the few characters that got expendable. He was um, expended. <laughs> uh, but I'm trying to think of what else I've seen him in that I might have enjoyed. But yeah, I don't know. Sure. But I don't think I care. Yeah, yeah, I think me and you were not as sold on The Witcher series as, as, as yeah. maybe Andre. Uh, so it would be good to check in with him and see how he feels. Um, but I think he also understands that Cavill has many other projects. He's He's basically becoming Hollywood royalty. 
um, very, if not already, but very soon, it feels like that's going to happen. Yeah. Rob, you disappointed? No. No, <laughs> I, I did not like uh, the first two seasons. Oh, wait, did I even watch any of season two? I don't even remember. All I know is that I thought season one was all over the place. I didn't understand the time jump. Season two, I, th- I, I was looking at my phone more than I was uh, watching the show. So yeah. I'm out. Um, and I'm happy that Cavill's no longer tied to the uh, the mountains of Romania filming the show so he can get back into the cape and boots. Okay. How do you feel about Witcher being compared to James Bond? Yeah, that pissed me <laughs> off, man. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, you know, GTFO, man. I'm gonna slap the stupid out of you because that I, under, I understand what they're saying, but it's a very bold uh, claim. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, and finally, John, uh, the biggest news of the week thus far. Did you get the, that photo I sent you? I said, oh, I forgot one. Uh, no. <laughs> I sent it to you by email. I, All right. I got I got another photo. I can try and get it, but it's going to take me a second. Let's just talk about it, Rob. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now I got to make sure I actually send it to you and not somebody else. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, the biggest news of the week by far seems to have come out of left field. Uh, we've known for quite some time that Warner Brothers Discovery were looking for a Kevin Feige type to lead DC movies. Oh. Uh, as we were, we know, David Zaslav cleaned the house, uh, you know, got rid of Batgirl, shut a whole bunch of stuff down, all the animation down, yada, yada, yada. Um, and he's like, we need to find somebody who can steer the good ship DC to get these characters back to where they need to be. That got us excited, but, you know, we've been, you know, football and Lucy before. Well, it looks <laughs> like they found uh, two it. people to fill this <laughs> Kevin Feige type role, John, and their names are going to sound incredibly familiar it's one Mr. James Gunn and a Peter Safran, uh, who are going to be co-chairs of the newly titled DC Studios, uh, and that's going to over—they're going to oversee movies, TV, and animation of their DC properties. DCS. That's right. Better than DCEU. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, this position will last as is only for four years. Uh, obviously, things could change. They could re-up in four years. Gunn is still going to be able to make and produce uh, his movies uh, at Four Warners. Uh, we know he's tied to Peacemaker 2. We, we, there's the rumors of um, a uh, Amanda Waller series for HBO. And he said he's working on a top-secret DC project or movie right now. Um, Saffron has produced some of the biggest hits for Warner Brothers, including the Conjuring movies and the last few Gunn movies at both DC and Marvel. It's, it's been reported, John, that these guys have actually been doing this job kind of unofficially since July, that they've been very heavily involved in the post-production uh, of a number of these movies, including The Flash and Aquaman, uh, and, and been involved in some other things. Now, we know that The Flash just did a one-day or two-day pickups just like three weeks ago uh, with Ezra Miller. Uh, so you got to wonder if, if Gunn and them are really involved in that, if that was on their direction. When it comes to Todd Phillips' Joker 2 uh, movie, um, that will not be underneath their purview. That's outside of this DC Studios. Uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman sequel is gearing up, uh, and it appears that they may not be involved under this DC Studios as well. Um, So that's fine. Could they (laughs) have been? If it's not broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Right. So maybe that those are, are separate entities. Fine. But everything else going forward, it appears they will be underneath the the tutelage of gun and saffron and they may have also been the ones that had a hand uh with the rock in bringing cavill back to superman so john how are you feeling about this because this was huge news when it broke last week like it literally broke the internet people were going crazy for it and for the most part 
really positively. So what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I think I'm down. I think um, our our favorite one of our favorite shows of this of this year was probably Peacemaker, um, which Gunn was uh, heavily involved in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, yeah. He he didn't direct every episode, so he was probably overseeing. Uh, and oh, that Gunn created, he wrote all of them. Yeah, he wrote all of them. He, yeah. I think he directed a bunch of them, not all of them, but that's kind of a little taste of, I guess, what he could do. And I think that's the pocket that DC is trying to copy. That is basically uh, Marvel ish. Uh, mixed with Deadpool, the whole Peacemaker uh, feel. Right. Um, so if that's what they're going to do and and reunite this whole thing, um, sure. Uh, he produced two hits for them at least, right, directly, because um, everything else you say is rumored to they were like kind of in the background controlling. But the Suicide Squad, uh, big hit. Peacemaker, uh, big hit. Um, and then, of course, you leave everything else uh, alone. <laughs> yeah, so Steve wants to know if this is a Zaslav move, which, surprisingly, yes, it is. This is a, the same guy who, I, again, got rid of the Batgirl movie completely. Uh, and it's also, uh, you know, we can tie back to the first story about the Green Lantern series. They got rid of all that as a tax write-down. Um, that was the main purpose of that. So, yeah, Zaslav did make this move. They were also talking to another individual I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, John. It was an individual back in the summer we had talked about. Um, Dan something. Dan Lynn, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. he ended up passing on the role. He's like, no, I don't want it. But yeah. while they were talking to him, they were having some really serious conversations with, with uh, Gunn and Safran because I think they knew they needed to have a backup plan. Um, and uh, the Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiere, uh, Kevin Feige was asked about it, and he said – he was really happy for, for, for James Gunn that James had called him before the news had come out to say, I'm taking this role. And Kevin Feige said he will be the first in line, uh, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to buy a ticket to whatever movie these guys will be working on going forward. So listen, man, yeah. you know me, I'm a DC fanboy, John. I got excited when I read this. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Uh, I was like, we're finally back on track. And yeah. I feel like I keep saying this. I feel like I keep saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> But I, I have like, I feel like I have like really like, uh, you know, a hopeful spring uh, is bubbling within me, John. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems like you're on the right track. Some people might ask why, why these two guys, why, why gun, why such a name? Uh, but maybe you need uh, someone with enough clout and name to kind of be able to go put their foot down and go, this is, this is the way it goes. Instead of these guys, uh, I think we've always made the analogy to me, uh, hands in the, pie or whatever like like the studio going hey hey, yeah 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 add joker add batman to this oh add this to make it you need to have someone that kind of has a little bit of clout or a little bit of uh, i guess almost fame like to be able to go no that listen to me i've I've done a bunch of stuff that worked you're not you're not inserting random character into this movie uh to sell whatever whatever so yeah i i I think it's a good thing so i'm looking well you've got you have guns got the creative flow behind him and peter safran has the business side right like he's the money guy he's the business guy he knows how things yeah i am gonna get charlie brown you're right um (laughs) so i think having it you know those two those two of them working together i think i think is a a really good idea so i'm excited to see what i'm excited to see what happens i i'd be very excited to find out what movie will be fully theirs underneath this new dc studios because again the flash is already done aside from a couple of little pickups aquaman yeah. is almost is all done i think now they're just doing a visual post-production which will take a number of months shazam's in the can we know that so all of these movies that are coming out in 2023 
are all pre DC studios. Now they might call it DC studios, but it's not under this moniker. Yeah. I, I, I'd be interested to find out what's their new stuff. Like, what are we going to get? Are we going to get a man of steel too? Are we going to get like, so I, I, it's got me all excited, man. I I'm, I'm, I'm giddy. Yeah. All right. So looking forward to new DC announcements. Probably we'll probably start seeing some stuff trickle in. Uh, so if you guys haven't already subscribed, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, we try to hit up all kinds of fun stuff like that. So stay tuned. Uh, I think that wraps it up for the news, right, Rob? Unless you got anything else you missed? Heck no, man. Uh, last minute. All right. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. So uh, we have covered uh, your weekend. Thanks, everybody, for sharing with us. Uh, we've covered the news. Thank you very much, Rob. Uh, and we covered a little bit of what's going down at the store, some new releases. So hit me up uh, if you're not following us on socials, Heroes World Online, on the Facebook, Instagram. You can message me through any of those means, uh, and I'll see if I can set you up with what you need. Uh, but let's go on to our movie. So the final movie of our Halloween, uh, and the reason why we're doing this on a random Sunday night, is Blade 2. Uh, so we have often come to come to blows or debate when we talk about Blade 1, some people like to say Blade 2 is a better movie. Uh, so we're going to dive into that. Uh, but Rob, did you grab a breakdown uh, summary of Heck yeah, uh, what I did. happened with this movie? All right, here we go, kids. Uh, coming out four years after the first movie, Blade 2 dropped March 22, 2002. Uh, picking up the directing duties from Stephen Norrington is Guillermo del Toro, who had only three movies under his belt before helming Blade 2. Uh, one of those was movie Mimic. John, did you ever see Mimic? It's quite I did. That Maria Sarvino? Yes. Yeah, yeah pretty, we should add that to the movie. list. Uh, done. Uh, <laughs> like the first movie, this one was written by David S. Goyer, who did go on to write and direct the third installment. But, John, we're not going to mention that movie again tonight. I hope. <laughs> uh, also returning is star Wesley Snipes and Chris Christopherson reprising his role as Abraham Whistler. Joining them in this outing is future Walking Dead Daryl Dude, Norman Reedus, Luke uh, Luke Goss, Donnie Yen, and future Hellboy Ron Perlman. Now get this, John. Following the success of the original film, New Line and Marvel had made plans for a sequel in 1999. Goyer had planned to use Morbius but Marvel <laughs> wanted to keep the character for a franchise of his own, and that turned out really well, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go back, when we talked about Blade 1, in the deleted features, if you have on Blu-ray or wherever you watch it, there is a, 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 a what would you call it, a zinger or an after-credit yeah. teaser where yeah. it pans to a guy on a roof, and yeah. I believe that is supposed to be Morbius. Well, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when he was hired to direct the movie, Del Toro said that he was tired of romanticism of vampires and wanted them to be scary again, John. He also wanted the movie to have a comic book and Japanimation feel to it. Uh, with a budget of $54 million, the movie took in $155 million at the box office. At the time of its release, though, the movie was met with mixed critical responses as of today. And as you can see on the screen, uh, the movie has a 50 cent. 57, uh, per 50 cent, 57 percent rotten uh, critic score and a 68 percent audience score. So, John, is Blade 2 a worthy and fancy sequel, or does it just suck? <laughs> I, I think you should have just stuck it, stuck it simple and went with a fantastic, fantastic <laughs> sequel. But yeah, so let's fancy was funny. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 talk about it, folks. If you guys watch Blade Two, uh, we're gonna dive into it right now. Um, so we're gonna first talk about overall thoughts and does this get an October bump? Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's 
got moments like so you mentioned del toro is the uh is the director there's some horror elements in here yeah. like when uh there's one point where i remember where the where the main bad guy sticks a piece of glass in the guy and then he starts like licking yeah. the glass to, to taste the blood i'm like that's very horror elementy uh and yeah. there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there um but i don't know i i don't i because it has no halloween theme there's no one wearing costumes there's nothing like that um and this feels more like an action movie uh yeah. so overall i think this is a fun movie that rests pretty good if you take into account when it was made um as far as we'll get into the is it better than blade one we'll leave that for after um but overall i think it's still worth a watch if you haven't seen it in some time you'll have some fun with the action um there's obviously some questionable stuff going on there's some dated looking vfx but overall, yeah. I think I think you're gonna have a fun time, Rob. How did you feel overall watching Blades? And you guys in the comments, overall, and then Wait, we're gonna talk about did you. One did you see this in theaters? I did see this in theaters. Yeah. So does it? Okay. Did you like it more on? Like, I don't know when was the last time you saw it. Did you like it more on this rewatch? Like, where are you on that? I think I watched it when we started talking again about Blade One, because uh, okay. I already had taken out my DVDs that are blu-rays at that point so I, I had it and i watched it so overall i remember actually back in the day um being okay with it i remember thinking the action was really solid uh, i was disappointed in the whole blood pack thing and the we'll get into it later the underutilization of of, of a performer like donnie yen um yeah. and things like that i was just i remember very distinctly being disappointed in that aspect um but overall like the like wesley snipes is really in good form in this movie like he's really doing his his thing that uh yeah. like his action bag i guess um showing off his martial arts showing off his tough guy uh you know persona uh and he just generally also looked really good he looked like he was in fantastic shape um uh so overall yeah i i, I think on the rewatch, I think I'm I'm gonna like it a little less because of how dated some of the stuff looks. But uh, what do you think, Rob? I know I kept throwing out at you some of the stuff's gonna look pretty dated, and I think you were like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a while since I seen this. I remember coming out of the theater like really enjoying the action. Like I thought Wesley Snipes' uh, uh, fight skills in martial arts were really highlighted in this movie more so than the first movie. Mm -hmm. um i thought that the creature development was pretty scary like it was a lot of practical effects with the face yeah, um yeah, yeah. you know and all that stuff like, that stuff was crazy i question the bottom opening the bottom yeah, opening was yeah. a bit and much it, and it seemed like the goo, the goo coming in you could hear the sound of it opening it reminded me of like the alien pods opening right like that's kind of what it reminded me of um but yeah, you know, the special effects of seeing the the animated um, you know, uh blade fighting, especially when he's fighting Nisa or whatever, we, you know, in with all the lights, and you can yeah. see like I was like straight oh. out of Mortal Kombat. At one point they just basically turned it into Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, and like some of the like, I thought some of the kills were really cool. So like I think that the action was really up, right? But here I've had this problem since I saw it in theaters, and it still bugs me to this day. There was something about Wesley Snipes' portrayal in the first movie where he was kind of like earnest and um, uh, he he it felt like natural. And in this yeah. one, he feels like egotistical. Like it's I, I, he feels like his ownership of the role. He's it's his ego is greater than the character. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it felt like Wesley Snipes 
Wesley Snipes playing Blade as opposed to like Blade the Vampire Hunter. And it always has always bugged me. It's just his arrogance on the screen. This one pisses me right off. And I just like it takes me right out of the movie. I think they um, they, they went like we're gonna get more into it, but they basically went the action route, whereas Blade One is more of like the the horror way toned back, but they just they I guess they just saw that money coming in. They just they just amped amped it. Up. I know, but Wesley's like, be, large, be larger than life. He's very much larger than life in this one. Yeah, I, I I've yeah. I've met him in the past and he not yeah. yeah. I, it's whatever he's I, I just did not enjoy his portrayal in this i just felt mm-hmm. he was just being really arrogant a bit of an ass and his and how he was portraying stuff um but see i like Gamal del toro i think he's got one hell of an imagination i think he has brought the practical effects of creatures back into film and cinema but i gotta say there's something about his style that puts makes me tired like hell the whole <laughs> Those Hellboy movies are like kryptonite to me. Like they look gorgeous, but I feel like they're they're so long, and mm-hmm. it just feels like there's so much that I started getting like tired and sleepy. And John, I fell asleep watching Blade Two, <laughs> rewatching it. I completely passed it, out. It, at- it drags. There's there's some the the scenes where there is not action going on, where it's not Wesley Snipes destroying like a row of dudes. Um, it you have to almost watch it at one and i did at some points i turned it to like 1.25 speed or 1.5 speed i'm like come on keep it rolling guys like come on yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah yeah no I, I totally hear you so let's let's go into since you already kind of touched upon it a little bit is this better than blade one and i think i was the one who stuck firmly to blade one is a better world building uh theme uh feel feeling movie overall feeling movie rob how do you feel about Blade two versus. Blade I'm really one conflicted because yeah. I like Blade one. I think it's concise and tight, um, and it has that bloodbath scene. You like nothing in this movie compares to the bloodbath scene, right? Yeah, yeah. The the, the opening, right? The opening, right. yeah. But it has Stephen Dorff. <laughs> <laughs> I I like him as a and, bad guy though, and 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 Deacon Frost and yeah. um. And this movie, Blade 2, has way more action and a lot more cooler scenes and visually stunning. But it feels super long and, like you said, drags. And so I'm really conflicted. I think I'm, I'm going to say that Blade 2 overall is a much better movie. It's, sorry, is better than Blade 1. However, Blade 1 is more fun. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I don't. Blade one, <laughs> Blade one. So I'm going to get into it now. Blade one is clearly better. Um, just the atmosphere, the 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 tone that they took it with it, and and the, and the overall storyline. Blade two is almost it almost tries to copy everything that worked in the first one, and he does almost the all the exact same things. He gets defeated. He gets overcharged when he gets into the blood, and then he goes on a tear. Um, and and it's probably just maybe even though the action uh, scenes are pretty nice, it's probably like one or two too many you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you have an opener with the motorbike in in the alleyway and then it's followed by uh well, and how stupid it, was that when he kissed his car right he that was great kiss i kiss car. i kiss my car good night every night that, yeah like the, sh- well, like the shania you, twain you, song you because you're blowing kisses at your car and door handles are falling take off your shoes before you get into my car rob um <laughs> 
but it, but but it's like action because I was gonna be like, oh, what action scene do we pick? There's there's a whole bunch of them, like so many of them, and then he fights in the thing. So it's almost like they tried to cram too many into this, yeah, and didn't do enough story. And even like like I complained about the Donnie Yen character being underutilized. He basically dies off screen, and you never see him again. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, and he had he had some of the best scene like fights in the movie but i guess maybe they were like oh this is too much get him out of here and I, and i know he did participate in a lot of the other uh scenes uh but you guys let let us know <laughs> what you guys think if you think blade one is better than blade two or if you're a big fan of blade two because i know a lot of people always bring it up uh when we talk about it um so since you brought up blade one how about the music in this one i know blade one the soundtrack huge splash i guess in the yeah. in the the culture i guess you would call it uh i even remember the cover of the cd had Leslie Snipes and the sunglasses and the and yeah. the and the cool vest and everything in it and it had a whole bunch of these kind of uh, housey, ravey, clubby type songs that I would have never listened to before. Um, but how, how do you, and this one had the kind of the old school bump 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 like the weird uh, '80s movie kind of like music yeah. themes. It, it did kind of date the movie a little bit. Yeah, and that's I think it's funny. The it, it's it's weird to see a movie that relies a lot on practical effects. Yeah. Also, then, so heavily rely on special like visual effects that I think it suffers now. Looking at it, um, and that's just time. I mean, look at yeah. if you look at the Matrix Reloaded, which was the second one, right? Like yeah. all of those Agent Smiths and all those Neos fighting look horrible. They're like bendy figures, right? Like, yeah. Uh, it doesn't. This is the problem when you rely so much on these visual effects stuff. Practical effects you know, they last. Right. So. Yeah. No, yeah. So um, much. So yeah. The, all the fights in like, I, I, Luz is going to bring this up. Donnie Yen was the stunt coordinator. Yes. But he was actually really like, he gets to do like uh, his, one of his patented double kicks to yeah. uh, a character and they could have used a lot more of that, but the scenes where it's practically fighting look great. Like him, him versus the, I forgot what's the main bad guy's name, the brother or whatever they're fighting on top of like this beam. Uh, yeah, and it, and it looks really good. I don't know when that other guy was established. That he's like a martial arts expert as well. Uh, but it was kind of funny to see they're doing all these very crazy, uh, intricate moves versus the scenes where they use the CGI, which was in front of the lights, um, and some of the other scenes where Wesley Snipes would go flying through the air like Spider Man, um, yeah, and, and contort and twist in all kinds of ways, uh, sh literally straight out of Mortal Kombat Nine. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean the music in, it was okay. It was it was all right. It, it's a product of its time though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah. So Fraser says Blade One over Two. Thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Steve Gordon. Says, also yeah. says Blade Blade One as well. Yeah, yeah. Blade Two. Uh, I think uh, Blade Two is is better. Like ice skating up. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great line in this one uh where wesley snipes is in the sewer and he's like these guys don't know who they're uh any i think the one swear word in the whole movie maybe or whatever who they're effing with and i was like that's a great uh line and i'm surprised it's not played more uh when they i guess because the the curse word but anyways uh Rob, what did, you, okay so what did yeah. you think of them bringing back whistler um yeah sure why not <laughs> he, he seemed pretty definitively dead in the first one. <laughs> yeah, I and actually, then, and then they just bring him back. I think, I think they needed him. Unfortunately, the Norman Reedus, like, it must have been pretty early in his career. He's pretty. Is, is he not pretty bad in this movie? Yeah, well, he had done Boondock Saints before this, I think, oh, and Boondock Saints that should be on the list too. Um, and a couple other things, but yeah, as Scud. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I was going to label I, it as a, a betrayal most obvious. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, right? It's so poorly done, I feel. I actually, like, I think they brought Whistler back because people really liked his character in Blade 1. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we have to have that magic again. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's think... almost like they wrote him as an after. Like, they kind of, yeah, they totally just slid him in. It, it didn't really fit. Like, they could have cut him out and it would have been fine. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I I enjoyed seeing him. He's he's a cool character, right? Yeah, but then but then they wrapped up his storyline really quickly, like the whole like he was <laughs> being he was being held hostage by vampires and kept in a tank, and that he was a vampire himself, and then all of a sudden they gave him these dry. Well, I was like, what the hell is happening, man? Yeah, and the scene where Blade shoots up his serum, it <laughs> when he starts shaking in the chair, it looks so put on like remember when he did in the first movie he looked like he was in agony and pain and mm -hmm. this one he just like oh. <laughs> and i was like dude you're like no one's good, no no one's gonna lock the door <laughs> yeah nobody locks doors this is like my most vulnerable moment i'm gonna leave the door open for, for this girl to just walk in and see me uh you know seruming up uh, yeah <laughs> let me try and see if i had any other notes yeah vfx versus the stunts yeah music uh yeah yeah i don't know uh, do you do you have any other thoughts on the cast like this was a pretty star-studded cast uh but people yeah, very I mean, early in their careers maybe um well ron perlman not so much because he had done a lot but yeah. leading up to this um so it was kind of cool to see ron perlman kind of rejuvenated after this movie um you know uh, but yeah yeah i don't know man it it it's weird because it's a Guillermo del Toro movie and there's moments where you're like, you know, and we talk about it and I've talked about it, like his creatures and everything else. Yeah. But then it feels like it's such a Wesley Snipes movie. Like it's a lot. I feel like it's two different movies happening in this, right? Like it's two different. Yeah, I, I, I would have never known it was him directing uh, yeah. when just watching it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. It, it's Wesley Snipes action movie. Yeah, you, know, you don't think of who directed said Wesley Snipes action movie. No, because <laughs> who directed Passion Fifty Seven? Fuck if I know, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> couldn't tell you. <laughs> Generic uh, late eighties, early nineties director. What was that? Uh, Terminal Velocity. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> drop Zone. Drop Zone. I'm trying to remember who directed. Oh wait, drop was it Drop Zone or was it Terminal Velocity? Drop Zone was the one where he's a parachuter. It has Yancey Butler in it. Okay, um, so what the hell? Which is I watched Velocity? a million times back in the day. Maybe uh, Terminal Velocity. I think is Charlie Sheen. No, uh, you might be right. Christian Slater. Is it not? Oh, uh, is that no, it? No, I think okay. it's Charlie Sheen when he was in his action bag for a second there. Uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. Oh, it is Charlie yeah, yeah. Sheen. <laughs> Let us know what uh, what your favorite scene was. There was many an action scene in this movie. Um, so I I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint because there's so so many. It's if so I had many. to if I had to pick one, um, I'm trying to think. It, it's probably a toss-up for me between the sewer scene yeah. uh, and I want to say the action scene right before it, which is the the weird nightclub scene. But I think the nightclub scene kind of got a little long in the tooth on certain scenes, on oh, certain parts of it. Oh, you know, no long in the fang, I guess I would say long in the fang. So I think I'll probably pick the uh, the, the tunnel sequence. It, it, it was pretty cool, Every, all the water and everything going on. Um the, the guy from Fast and the Furious getting getting destroyed. <laughs> so I don't know, Rob. Would you choose something more towards the end? Did you like the the wrap up of this movie better than the than the lead up? 
Mm, it was it was okay. It was kind of foretold. Like I mean, it was. I actually really liked that sewer scene. I thought that was really cool because you had all those creatures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But it, I and like the action. Like I will say, like I said, Wesley Snipes hand-to-hand combat stuff especially in that first big action scene when when uh as a nissa or whatever and then the other yeah. guy they drop down right like as yeah. the stealthy ninjas and they drop down and they start fighting like his hands the hand caught was just so fast like i was yeah. like holy shit oh, yeah. he was you know this, his game yeah so the scene after he gets charged up from the blood and he's basically yeah. fighting these random guys because they ran out of a money for the disintegration effect so he just starts stabbing everyone in the head with their batons yeah. uh, that's a really good sequence of him just tearing through all these guys to get to the ron perlman character uh and then yeah. slice them in half in a very uh, dated looking cg yeah. <laughs> in fact they should have they should have done that practical that's, yeah that's a lesson practically uh, kill ron perlman <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah gord says he does like a del, del toro so much because of blade 2 uh if you guys haven't watched troll hunters which is uh, Del Toro's uh, kind of animated uh, uh, show. It has yeah. a very much Hellboy feel, but if you like his world building, 100% watch that show. It seems for kids at first, but it really goes down this path. That is really well, he's really got crazy. that new show on Netflix now, yeah. Curi- yeah, yeah. Cabinet of Curiosities or something. Yeah, so they dropped three right? episodes. It's like horror themed and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Gord says the blood bank scene. Um, yeah, I think I actually would change my answer to that one. I think it was a really good scene. And then he does like the the suplex, uh, which I feel like everyone's like, "Whoa, they're putting wrestling moves in Blade now!" And you're like, oh, "That's cool." Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they didn't put wrestling moves in. I hope they don't put an actual wrestler in Blade Three. <laughs> <laughs> they did some funny stuff, like that final fight. That one guy, like uh, the the main vampire, lifts his hand in the air and he kind of goes like this, and then they zoom in on all his fingers, and then he goes <laughs> like straight yeah. out of uh, WWE or whatever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a funny. That was a funny scene. Uh, so it looks like most people are on board. They they like the action stuff. There's not really going to be a dramatic scene that we're going to pick. No. Uh, so Rob, as we wrap up Blade Two, if you guys got any last minute comments, drop it drop them there. Uh, but I want to ask: Do you want to see Wesley back? Nope. Do you think Wesley deserves a cameo nope. or no, no? Not even a scene. No, no. I think I think if you put him in a cameo, it takes away from the from the the new movie. People are like, oh, it's Blade from back then, right? Like the only way you get around it is if it's some weird multiverse type thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and and but it has to be very like on the nose. Like it, this is a multiverse. You have you have characters from the past movies interacting with like, but that's, uh, but no. If it was a a straight Blade movie with Mahershala Ali, no multiverse shit. I do not want to see Wesley Snipes in it. It, it'll take away from the movie. You'll be like, oh, there's yeah. the guy who played well, Yeah, yeah. All, all thoughts on the new Blade movie aside, because we've already heard there's issues with that. Um, I would like to see Wesley Snipes dust off this costume, uh, pull the charger out of uh, you know storage and all that kind of stuff in some capacity, somewhere, somehow. Yeah, even Halloween if it's party. Just, yeah, even if, yeah, <laughs> yeah, even if it's just for uh, 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 like a, a cam- like a cameo in some other movie, maybe. Right. Or even just for like a quick commercial or some other just kind of throwback or photo shoot or something like that. Uh, I would like to see him don this look. Like the this blade look is really good. You know what I mean? With the the, yeah. vet, the tactical vest, the trench coat, the, the sunglasses. Rob, I remember back in the day, this is before the internet. You could just look anything up on the internet. I remember right. going on message boards trying to figure out where those sunglasses were from. Yeah, um, that Blade wore, and I'm like, I'm not gonna wear them at night or anything, but I just think they're cool sunglasses. They were cool. It was the same as yeah. when 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 the first Matrix came out. We all wanted that uh, that Nokia phone. 
<laughs> you down. You're like, why we want those? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So uh shout outs to those uh blade sunglasses. Uh maybe one day they'll they'll come back in style. Uh, <laughs> but uh so Wesley Snipes Rob is not on board. Uh I think you're right. They do have to distance it from whatever the new movie is, otherwise it's gonna be too distracting if he plays some mentor character or something like that. Uh, but I would like to see him don that outfit one more time. Uh, so yeah, shout outs to that. Uh, I think that might be all we got for Blade yeah. 2 for you guys. Um, so thanks for giving us your Sunday evening. Uh, yeah, it's and, a rant, uh, it's an uh, offer us a Sunday evening is bizarre for us, but it was fun. Yeah, 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 fun. And then I hope you all have a really good time trick or treating out tomorrow. Um, yeah, if you guys got any more comments, get them in now and we'll try and cover them quickly. But uh, Rob, do we we don't have a plan for next week, do we? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're too busy planning next year's uh, Oktoberfest. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, we got now. Uh, yeah, November is uh, is is now upon us, John. Um, I have no clue. We, but listen, stay tuned to our social medias. We'll probably have something up in the next two days, right, John? We'll figure it out in the next couple of days. We'll we'll try and figure something out. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah. Oh, I love you too. I'm trying to think what we could watch. Um, what we could revisit we have to do something that we haven't done before because Stu is like stop doing stuff we've already reviewed <laughs> yeah okay so if you guys have got suggestions uh hit us up uh we will try and figure out something next week or we'll just hang out with y'all yeah uh, i feel like there's, I, there's a bunch of movies i was like oh we got to watch this we got to watch this like there's this is coming out and now freak if i can remember what the hell it was so maybe we'll just yeah i don't know we'll see We'll yeah, see. Anyways, yeah, we will start some type of Christmas uh, Hallmark thing. What the um, hell? So... <laughs> November themed. Uh, Lewis, I'd like to know what your uh, November themed movies. <laughs> Is it not a movie called something November? Red uh, November? Or am I thinking no. Red October? The Hunt for Red November. Yeah, the Hunt for Red November? Is that no, it's Hunt for October. Is Sean Connery in it? Yeah. <laughs> Hunt for Red October. They didn't call it the Red November. That'd be pretty funny, though. Is it That'd not, be pretty uh, funny. Well, okay, I, yeah, I don't know what November. Yeah, something with his seriously something with mustaches and stuff. Uh, yeah, we always put down uh, the uh, that we're gonna do November, but I don't. I don't think my wife's gonna allow it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't grow anything, so <laughs> maybe we should do Top Gun Maverick for November. We've already no, because I'm, I'm on the <laughs> again. Okay, maybe we'll watch the Guns N' Roses video for November Rain. Or <laughs> November I don't know. Rain. Yeah. What, what, what's in November? You guys got November themed movies. You hit us up with those. Uh, we're keeping you too long. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Rob. Thanks, uh, please enjoy your trick-or-treating. Everybody stay safe out there. Yeah. Um, and have your parents check your candy before eating it, right? Yeah, well, get yeah. your parents to eat it. <laughs> it's, so Rob wants all the candy is what he's saying. Nah, <laughs> I'll give it all to uh, you, John. Oh man, thank you, thank you, Rob. Like, All right, guys, so, so appreciate much. it. Right. Thank you very much, folks. Thanks for uh, hanging out. Happy yeah. Halloween, everybody. Yeah. All right. Peace.